0: Hi everyone, I hope your Saturday is going well, it's very cold and gloomy here in England. I hope you have better weather conditions wherever you are in the world right now. I've come back to talk about a topic in which I've been doing lots of reflections and trying to learn um, about. This topic is mind. I know this year 2020 has been such a challenging year for all of us, therefore it is even more important to look after our mental health and keep that balance going. During this difficult time, I've tried my best to be positive and I think I've succeeded in being positive most of the time. By really actively trying to do things that matters to me and that brings peace within me. And that inner peace is definitely my topmost priority uh, at the moment and has been for the whole of 2020, really. In the quest of attaining inner peace, I've come to question and understand the essence of many things that we don't normally Digging deep about, and one of such things is mind. What comes to your mind when you hear the word mind? That question sounds quite strange and funny, weird, but seriously, what really is our mind, and how do we think this matters to us in our day to day functioning, and what role does it play when it comes to? finding that inner peace I'd say over 90% it's responsible for our inner peace and happiness the thing that we all desire right now this might come as a surprise for you that um, our mind is responsible for for inner peace and quite rightly, some of you may not agree with me, and that's okay. Because like I have previously said, each of us have our own perspective on, on, on things. It took me some time to discover this. I never realized that my mind was the culprit of my sadness and negative emotions like anger, resentment, fear, guilt, you name it. But the more I research about it, by reading spiritual books and, lead- and listening to spiritual leaders, Buddhist monks, the clearer it is becoming to me. I'll give you an example of my haphazard mind. Picture this. I'm all by myself in the house. I'm washing my dishes. And suddenly, a negative thought, coupled with images, like a movie scene plays in my mind, just randomly. Um, And this is usually related to the time where perhaps I was going through a challenging period in my life. The images and the words of the people who probably treated me badly would then flood into my mind. And then this would take me to another similar scene, another similar bad experience, to another and another... So my mind jumps from one bad past situation to another, and then another, and then another. Sometimes there is no string of thoughts even. The scenes are completely unrelated to each other. But the common thing I find um, is that they were all some sort of bad memories that upset me. I try to stop the thoughts forcibly and then uh, focus on you know something anything but i feel by the time i'm done with the chores my mood has noticeably dipped i feel sad feel irritable i'm anxious and maybe even angry i notice i have low tolerance level and then This leads to an argument with my family over something that is completely out of topic. Um, uh, So can you see what my mind did to me there? Now isn't it amazing how powerful it is? It had the power to completely make me go from a high energy vibration or maybe a a neutral state to a lower energy field. Then I was feeling... Bad, so folks, our mind is a superb instrument if we use it correctly. however, if we don't know how to utilize them appropriately, they can be quite destructive, like the earlier situation I gave the example that I gave you earlier on. You see that it uses us rather than us using our minds, and unfortunately. Excessive thinking is a disease. And sadly, it's occurring at at the level of a pandemic, epidemic, whatever you want to name it, in this modern era. But my point is, it is very, very common. Now, this leads us to question, where does suffering come from? And what has our mind got to do with it? The answer to that, I'd say, is that suffering usually originates from our past or our mind's projection of our future. We're either worrying too much about what happened in the past, and this I find often leads to feelings like guilt, regret, oh I should have done this instead of that, disappointment, or If we're not dwelling in the past, then we're worrying too much about the future. Um, You know, your financial status, the level of success that you want to achieve in the next 5 to 10 years, the level of wealth you want to accumulate, the the fancy car that you want to have, etc, etc. And this, no doubt, will give birth to emotions like stress, anxiety, fear. How are we going to get to that level? Or you've attained something and then you want you, you, you want to go for something even bigger, even more expensive, etc. This never stops. Um, and sadly, both past and future, we have complete lack over. No control. Now that we've realized that our minds can be quite troublesome. So we've got to think about a way to come out of it. To free ourselves from overthinking, to free ourselves from our destructive mind, to reduce our suffering. Fortunately, we have a way out. Now this practice that I'm going to discuss will help you be free or at least reduce your suffering up to some degree. The magical word is consciousness, way out of pain. To be conscious means to be fully aware of our present moment. We need to try and disidentify ourselves from our minds. To think it's a completely different entity to ourselves. Now let's name our mind the thinker. In the inverted commas. Try to catch the thinker when you're thinking about some thoughts. Again, this thought is generally based in the past or in the future. Just observe the thinker without any judgment, without developing any kind of emotions or feelings. Just observe. When I did this, my experience was that I felt like as if I've I've broken out of a spell. And I'm fully conscious of my now, my present moment right here and right now. Suddenly, I felt stillness, stillness in my mind. My noisy mind was no longer operating or even hyper-operating. And I wished I could be in that phase forever. But because we've been so used to with the chattering of our mind in the background, I quickly went back to my past habit of living in my memories or planning, anticipation, picturing my future, etc. But as all this spiritual teaching highlights, practicing to be fully present is one of the greatest medicine of overthinking. The moment we are fully conscious of our present environment, the suffering can no longer grasp our minds. I'll give you an example of my personal experience. I have many examples, but this one, say the upsetting thought about being treated unfairly at work comes into my mind randomly out of nowhere. And then this is followed by thoughts of all possible ways I should have, could have dealt with that particular person, that situation, etc. And then I can feel the resentment kind of building inside of me. I am resenting myself. I'm thinking to myself, why did I not stand up for myself at that time? And then I feel sad that although I was you know, very helpful and kind and nice to my colleagues and some of, some of them still um, wasn't so nice, so all these negative thoughts then go on and on until I let myself be sad and spoil my entire day or two even because of that particular thought. But the highlight is what I've been doing is I've been making every effort to catch that thinker now so that is what has changed drastically in my in my life right now that I've been trying to catch the thinker when the negative comment starts in my head then I disidentify with that particular thinker and I just observe my mind doing that to me and then suddenly I'm snapping out of that um, negative string of thoughts and I'm fully aware of my surrounding, I'm fully present there. I'm no longer living in my past old memories, see. Now this just breaks the chain of negativity and it helps me find and maintain peace. Now another way is to voluntarily train our mind to focus on sensations in our body. Choose a quiet area Close your eyes. Look within yourself. You might be surprised to feel the various sensations. And this is also a technique that Vipassana meditation uses. To notice the sensation. To just observe the sensation without any judgments as they are. So these sensations, they can take any forms. You might find subtle vibrations especially in the hands and feet is what I've noticed or the touch of cold air pain, heat etc. There, so there are various forms of sensations that you might pick up in your body when you are observing yourself closely. They constantly merge and then they fade. They are impermanent. So, so try to bring that focus into the sensation um, in your body or make effort to focus on your surroundings. Like if you're washing your hands, try and really feel the cold or the hot water that you use to really smell the scent of your soap. So in this way, you are being present in the moment and you're not allowing yourself to drift into the illusionary time. So I've been practicing these methods, these techniques, in an effort to train myself to just live in the moment. Initially, it was difficult because I was noticing that I dwelt mainly in the past or in the future, and then I step out of it, and this happened many, many times. But with continuous practice, now I feel I'm more present than I was in the past. And it has become easier for me to snap out of my illusion. And above all, I feel more content. I feel like I have more inner peace when I am fully present in this current moment. As Eckhart Tolle says, suffering cannot live in the now. And it really can't. You you can try and use these techniques that we've discussed today. And you can really experience for yourself that, As soon as you're present in the now, your suffering just kind of fades away, just disappears. Well, this is certainly a very challenging time we're living in. I just hope everything returns to normal as soon as possible. And all of us have to do our part in that. All of us have to be responsible citizens. May everyone be safe and healthy. So I hope me sharing my learnings and life experiences have helped you in some ways too. So wish you infinite peace, happiness. Happy Saturday. Love and peace. Taurus.